Hello, welcome to episode 29 of Stick to Sports, the podcast. Uh, I'm Ryan Lambert from Yahoo Sports. I'm Sean Zinsilly from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. What? Whoa, folks, we have Shawnee New Job in the house. Aren't yeah, we bro. So excited. Tell I haven't people told. All I haven't told. It. I haven't told anybody about it yet. No, it a, hasn't come up. A little, a little known fact about me is, I recently took a different job. I moved <laughs> from Sporting News to the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Uh, we'll still be writing at at the start of January weekly for Sporting News. Uh, but yeah, my my day to day is with the PG, and it's pretty cool. It's the paper that I grew up having delivered to my house. And uh, I work out of an office now most of the time, which is, boy, when you are working by yourself for three years, that, those first like 10 days back in the office are amazing. I highly recommend it. So, um, but no, I, I do. I appreciate everybody who's uh, sent congratulations and all that stuff. There's a ton, ton, ton of you. And, uh, yeah, I'm psyched and and uh, God bless the Post Gazette, and God bless Sporting News, and God bless all of you. I love you. Does that include me? No. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I was very excited when you told me about it. I feel like I really helped talk you into it. Um, and <laughs> for that reason, I feel like I'm, you know, a pretty big part of your success as a as a journalist. I, that goes without. That's true today and a month ago and yeah forever no it, it was it was a tough decision and that has nothing to do with uh my feelings about the job at the post gazette because it's they're awesome there and i'm psyched to psyched to be a part of it but no it's it's always tough whenever you leave something that you know i've i've worked i've worked for sporting news in some capacity since i was 22 years old and i love and those now people you're there 51 so it's a long time i am 50 until next week okay my mistake no, so it, it's it's always tough for for big time big time life decisions like that. So yeah, I do I do appreciate the help, but um, no, I'm 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 psyched. I'm a I'm I'm a lucky guy, and I appreciate it all very much. So what is like? What's the purview of the job? In case people are mm-hmm. not are not caught up yet, the shorthand I keep using for it is just kind of imagine what Dan Steinberg does with Washington D.C. sports. Uh, and poured it over to to me and doing it with with Pittsburgh. You know, there's a lot of it's so like you just type of, yins instead of whatever they say in DC, and that's the difference. I what I've been doing for the last ten days is just copying over Steins' stuff and doing <laughs> some strategic find and replace. Sure, <laughs> I replace all the like references to half smokes, for example. I changed the Primanis, and you know that's it. No, it's uh, but it's it's cool. It's it's uh, it's I got a lot of leeway. The the actual responsibilities are in flux a little bit, and that's the way I want it. So I'm gonna be able to do a lot of fun stuff, and there's should be some cool stuff coming there. Okay, well, isn't that so nice? Congratulations again, Sean. We're all so happy for you. Me in particular, more than anybody else who's listening. Thanks, Rye. Hey, anytime. Um, and. I guess the the thing that we actually to get to show related business this week is uh, we wanted to talk about Tay Mussolini stabbing me in the back 
Um, I wanted I wanted to talk about this yesterday, just so desperately, because that's the day that you it know, happened. It, yeah, yeah, people figured it out. I believe in the early afternoon, uh, but you know, schedules are what they are, so we we couldn't do it yesterday. But I don't know, buddy. It's more than twenty four hours later, it's a and tough it is still extremely funny. Yes, I, I no, I don't imagine, disagree. I can't imagine anything funnier happening, really. And and I, and I say this as somebody who a loves Tamu Solani, and b hates Donald Trump, <laughs> so it's not great for me either. But everybody has to appreciate the supreme irony of this because it's amazing. You're you're taking not just an all-time great player, but a player who's beloved by huge swaths of of the of the at least the internet portion of of the people who care about his sport. Yeah, he he's one <laughs> of those guys who like you ask literally any hockey fan, unless I don't know they're a Kings fan or something, and they're gonna go Tamus Lani, love him, he's the best. I, it's the vast majority, and it's certainly a higher percentage. For him than for other for other players, absolutely. Uh, like, the only, but even like great players, like Gretzky, people, there are still plenty of people who'd be like, oh, "Yeah, screw Gretzky, like who cares?" Absolutely, but absolutely, it's so so for so to have that overlap of being phenomenally talented, you know, obviously an all time great, and then just the amount of people who enjoy him on a deeper level. And then to for that to happen, my God, I I laughed for a solid solid fifteen seconds at my desk. It was great. That's one of those things I, where you have to get up and tell somebody, like, you see this, because I, like you have to have that shared experience of like I can't believe this happened. My response to it was, it like I quote retweeted it, which I don't do that often, and it was just you know ha 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 a thousand times like it, it was i i couldn't i couldn't get over it the only kind of comparison and we were trying to do this and it's not easy it would be like if ken griffey jr came out and and said that you know actually hitler was good <laughs> yeah oh by the way because everyone loves ken griffey jr yeah I, backwards I, hat all that yeah right nintendo games i had two pairs of his sneakers you know, he Ken Griffey Jr. made an impact on a level that went beyond greatness in his sport yeah. and turned into a pop culture icon. And I think Temu is as close as we've got to that in, in hockey. Uh, and good lord, I just too 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 funny. Yeah, I I've been trying to think of like other guys. Ken Griffey Jr. is a good one. I don't know. Is there anybody really in basketball, like maybe Bill Russell, where everybody's just like, love Bill Russell? No, because – no, because Bill Russell is – no. A, he's socially extremely important and has been for a long time. It, yeah. it needs to be – it needs to be not – again, I, I'm repeating myself, but like there in, there aren't a lot of guys like that that are A, as great a player as Tamu Solani, right. relatively speaking. Oh, here's and also, a good one. Shaq. I don't think so, man. I really don't. I I don't think I don't I don't. And a lot of it comes back to the internet. I don't think the internet ever had a collective fascination with Shaquille O'Neal in the way that it did with with uh, 
with Tamu. Like there's there will be guys like that in in the NBA in ten years. Yeah, you know, but I, I it's really it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to get that combo of greatness and and you know public affection. Sure. And also just just the way the way it was all presented was great because he's smiling like a doofus and. You know, it was it was such a dumb magazine cover, right? It like, was like it was it, it like, was the finished version of like um, a magazine or something. Yeah. yeah, like the large print edition of Reader's Digest, right? With a big a big pull quote on the front, and the it was a glossy cover. No, and and also finish is I would say an objectively funny language to it look at. Certainly, whenever is. whenever you don't speak it. Just because it's weird combos of letters, so to have what looks like true gibberish on the on the cover of a magazine and have it translate to, you know, I love I I love Donald Trump and hate paying taxes or whatever you said, which is not certainly not what you said. No, yeah, I, I actually read the article because I was like looking for any way to justify this to myself. No, and uh, basically what he said. Um, you know, my, my finish isn't great, but from what I could gather, <laughs> basically what he said was... What a great, what, excuse me, what a great, shitty, that, that's a definition of a humble brag. My I guess finish that's isn't, true. My finish isn't great. Oh, by the way, have I mentioned... I can... I, it's, I, speak a bit of, I speak a bit of Finnish. I can, I can read a little bit of Finnish and Swedish because of hockey only. So, like, when it, when it veers away from words that aren't directly related to hockey, I have a lot more trouble. But I, I could, you know, like, I can identify on a page, ooh, that means defenseman in Finnish. Um, I, like, I, I had a job for a little bit writing uh, profiles for NHL.com's European sites. Yeah. And, you know, I would write whatever about Tamo Solani, which is actually one of them. And they would translate them into Swedish and Finnish and Czech and and all these, all these different languages. And I yeah, didn't I didn't know this. What a fun it was. Job. It was. Yeah, it was just a side to side. Well, it was tough because I they didn't run on NHL.com, right? So, so I'd be like, yeah, here's here's something I wrote about you know Nicholas Grossman. If you want to read it, uh, it's in a language that you don't speak. Uh, <laughs> um, but I yeah, that didn't. Didn't help. Not a lot of that translated for me. Yeah, well, I mean, you weren't the one doing the translating. Like, if you were sitting down and you were responsible for that, you, you'd probably know a lot more Finnish than you currently do. I'd know a Ryan Lambert amount of Finnish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all you need. Um, but yeah, so basically he goes... How's your Norwegian? Not great. I mean, I Gotta really... Gotta on that, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's from what I understand, it's kind of similar to like uh, Swedish, but I also know that Danish is the one that like if you're literally there and just like talking to someone, you can kind of pick it up because the words are so similar to English. Um, Fascinating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so basically, Tima was like, uh, "Taxes are lowering taxes is good for the economy, and that's why everybody voted for Trump." And it's like, I mean, that's not why, <laughs> but as long uh, it's cute, it's, it's cute that he thinks that. Yeah. And, and also at least he's not like, and by the way, I have a lot of questions not, about not, pizza. Not, yeah, not, not cute that he thinks that. No. Yeah. Very, he, um, very, it's a very dangerous way. It's to troubling. 
but yeah, at least he's not like self investigating any any pizza places that we know of. That we know of. That's true. That we know of. Which, Paul Korea. Paul Korea. Someone someone needs to ask Korea about his thoughts on on PizzaGate. You may not like the answer you receive. Which, by the way, is there my favorite thing about that whole PizzaGate thing is the emergence of like self investigate. As a as like a word that idiots use to make the well to make themselves seem smart. I don't think that's anything new. I mean, that's that's been it's yeah. I ugh, I, I don't know. I I don't know. It's I, I. There's nothing positive to say about what's happening there. I don't even like laughing at it. It's mm. it's it's not funny to me. Sure. I get it. Maybe maybe that maybe that's just me. Well, I mean, yeah. Th- there are a lot of things you could convince you could convince me that the government is involved with or like even like people at high levels of government. Um a sex a child sex trafficking ring operating out of a pizza place is probably not really high up on that list. Mm, also a very a very cool pizza place. That's a shame that that place has gotten caught up in in this are you saying you've been to that pizza place i have Uh oh i know i think i know what this means you've been to all ages shows there (laughs) which by the way the fact that this all hinges around like midwest old idiots not knowing what an all ages show is is extremely (laughs) good or just yeah it's i don't want to talk about this anymore okay (laughs) Um, we won't then. So the reason we didn't have a show last week to get back to show-related business is that we were supposed to, but then Sean got a new job, and the show was supposed to be, um, we were going to go to a couple of those Hold Steady shows that were in Brooklyn over the weekend, um, and we were going to hang out and go to, like, fun stuff together for show material. And there was even going to be, allegedly, maybe, an episode recorded in the dinosaur part of the American Museum of Natural History. Uh, which will, uh, that's absolutely going to happen. Yeah, we're we going to make that happen for sure. Um, yeah, it, 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 and that was just me, by the way. I needed to, I probably, possibly could have swung it, but it was just not a good look on the, on the first week you start. Where it's yeah, like, sure. hey, uh, I'm not going to be able to cover the Steelers game this week because... I want to go gonna, hang out with my dumb friend for a stupid yeah. Podcast. I want to go. I want to go record a podcast in a museum and go to two go to two concerts by the same band. Oh, uh, wouldn't it, it would not have? Uh, hey, Shauna, don't bother coming in, coming back no, on Monday they'd, either. They'd, they'd have been like, okay, that's fine, and I would have just felt like a jackass for the for the duration of it. So yeah. Well, first of all, and, you missed. And, not just two, but four great shows. I went to all of them, and they were all awesome. Cool. Um, <laughs> and you also missed a nice trip to the museum. I don't know about. I don't know if I missed it, Ryan. I'm going to say this: the new Cuba exhibit is very good. It's all about Cuba. Did it need some updates? No, it's like brand new. Hmm. It like opened in the last. Last two weeks? Yes, it literally opened two weeks ago. That's fortuitous. Mm-hmm. It was very, very, very educational. I don't know a lot about Cuba, so wasn't that so nice? Um, but yeah, so that's why we didn't have a show last week. And then just 
because Sean has a new job, it's not always easy to get schedules lined up. And here we are. We're gonna not, we're gonna work on. Not it. necessarily correct. You were the one who we were all set to go yesterday, and you couldn't because you had plans that were canceled. So, well, yes, that's true. <laughs> right. But I said right. let's go earlier in the day, and you said no. I have to work because I have a new job. You said we mm. should go from. Three to four, and we have literally done that once. And it wasn't 30... so great for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it worked out really, really well. Here's what we're gonna do: every okay. week, every week from now on, we're gonna have 15 minutes of the show that's dedicated to the scheduling of it. <laughs> that's de- that's dedicated to times that we tried to record but did not. Potentially, the way we re- will record it the next week. Uh. I could go into my drive back from work. Uh, I stopped to get gas. We could do a nice little segment on that. Yeah, it's good. It'll be great. Yeah. I, th- I think the listeners are going to really like that. Um, the real the real nitty-gritty minutia of just getting everything lined up between two adults is what people love to talk about. Um, but yeah, so I think what we're going to do is we're just going to go into a draft nice and early here. We have a bunch of listener questions left over, so we'll just uh, we'll go into a bunch of those after the draft, and we'll do the draft real quick. Oh, will we? Well. Maybe you should take your time. <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> all right. Our draft for this week, it's very lazy. Yep. We're doing we're doing Christmas movies because folks, it's right around the corner. It really is. How's your shopping going? Non-existent. Really? I've uh I, I decided this year I'm gonna just get like books for everybody. Cause... <laughs> Great. <laughs> what's what? for what's for what's for Halloween next year? Toothbrushes and pennies Apples, to, baby. To, to the children. <laughs> oh my god! That's not true. I got my sister uh, and her husband um, tickets to see Chance the Rapper. Oh, that's great. Um, yep, they live in Hawaii. Nobody ever goes to do concerts in Hawaii. He's doing two nights. I I hooked him up. I'm the good brother now. Tickets is a tickets is a good move. Yeah, uh-huh. one of the best presents I ever got was my dad went to Boston University. And when they were closing their old rink and opening their new one... Not I, familiar with it, by the way. What's that? Not familiar with it. Okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so when they were closing their new rink and opening their... Or, you know what I mean. Um, I got tickets to both nights, and wasn't that... My dad still talks about how good that was. So you're right about tickets. I should do that more often now that you say it. Yeah, it seems it seems like it works. Mm-hmm. I bought myself tickets to see Japan Joys and Craig Finn in Philly uh, next month. Ooh, that's a good move. I gotta do that too. Um, I'm seeing Diarrhea Planet on New Year's Eve. Nice. That's gonna be real good. Um, I'm gonna have Diarrhea at Planet Hollywood on New Year's <laughs> Eve. For some reason, this is not a joke. A guy I went to college with, like, and worked on the college newspaper with today, literally today, posted a picture of him um, at a Planet Hollywood. Oh man! Doing the th- like, there's a Rocky statue there, and Rocky's like throwing a punch. 
and he's like acting like, oh, Rocky's punching me, and it is the fakest looking reaction there is, to a fake there punch is nothing I've ever better. seen in my life. There is, there is nothing better. This is like kind of in the same vein, and going to like B or C list uh, hard rock cafes and looking at all the shitty stuff that they have on display there. Like I've never Pittsburgh has a hard rock cafe. I've never been to it. I can't imagine that there's anything good there. But I went to I went to the just randomly. I was in the Bahamas last year and I popped into the one in Nassau. And the best thing they had was like was like a sparkly coat that Shaggy wore on stage. <laughs> like there's not. You would think there'd be more interesting memorabilia and relics from performances and stuff, but there's not. I just sent you the picture of of the shot there. It's, <laughs> That's really funny. It's so bad. Oh man. And Wait, by the I, way, this this plant this particular planet Hollywood looks to have been uh in a pizza place's basement. Like, oh yeah. Certainly. It looks horrible. That, that that looks like a that looks like a middle school gym. <laughs> It's so bad. Oh, that's great. Um, but so yeah. your so so your New Year's Eve is is set. That's yep. good. Yeah, I'm feeling great about it. Uh, and what, New oh, Year's yeah. Eve New Year's Eve is like that's a really easy holiday to that can go sideways quickly. Like oh yeah, it you, you got You got to have plans locked down for that, or else you could end up end up having a pretty bad time. Oh, yeah. It it can be very – it's not even – like, you can have plans and they can go sideways very – like – People people make too much of it. It's like your your expectations for New Year's Eve need to be low. Yeah. I mean, like, last year, I I think I've said before, I I went and saw Andrew W.K. play I Get Wet front to back. That's awesome. It was perfect. perfect. Um, I'm very content just having, like, a decent – party like at someone's house or whatever and just having having that beat that be that yeah. I, I don't need to i don't need there it needs to be a little stress as far as i'm concerned yeah and and so i was like do i want to go to diarrhea planet it'll probably be a bunch of morons but then i was like what better way than by seeing this band that i love you know like just hanging out with a couple of my friends and i think that's good if, if you get if you get the right mix of people there with you it, it that could be a really good time yeah Okay, so, anyways, the draft Christmas is movies. Christmas. And Ryan, as it, Ryan, as is custom. That's right. As um, team first pick in the draft. A couple of notes here. No, we're not picking Die Hard or Gremlins or any of that shit. This has to be like mm-hmm. a Christmas themed movie. There is there there is a list of movies that we discussed beforehand that do not count, and generally, if it's just a movie where the plot is incidental to Christmas uh, or if it's a 30 minute television special. Yeah. So like no frosty, the snowman, no uh, Rudolph, just, they're not, they're not movies, movies. They're like TV movies and stuff. So that doesn't, that doesn't work for us. So with that in mind, theatrical (laughs) release, Christmas specific movies. um, I'm going to open this up with a Christmas story. Can't knock it. I what's well, like your we're gonna record? find out, won't we? What's your record for watching that over like on Christmas on TBS? Uh Christmas Day, probably four or five times. Yeah, I, I've definitely hit four or five. 
Um, there was there. I think one year in college, like me and my roommates watched it tw- two or three times a week in the entire month of December, and then like Christmas Strange. Day. Well, good movie. And we were nineteen and idiots. As if there's any other kind of nineteen-year-old. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Uh, were we ever so young? Yes, we were. I can answer that definitively. Um, I remember, like, in the run-up to Christmas break, uh, when I was 19, I tried to put an Ikea bed together while I was drunk and put it together upside down and backwards and had to just, <laughs> had to just break it apart and throw it down a trash chute and buy another one for, like, fifty nine ninety nine or whatever it was. Sure. There was Christmas. There, it was kind of during a Christmas party. It was a, it's a weird, yeah. Um, okay, so my first pick. I choose Home Alone. Fucker. The original. To me, that is, at this point, it is more rewatchable than Christmas Story. It's Even great. more so. It's really good. Le- legitimately great jokes in it. Daniel Stern probably should have been nominated for a Best Supporting Actor Oscar that year. He was great. He's... Joe Pesci's great in it. John Candy's really good. It is truly insane that they got Joe Pesci to be in that movie. Oh, yeah. Well, I I mean, at that time, he was doing a lot of really weird shit, to be honest with you. Think about it, though. This is 1991. This is before he transitioned into... Like, this is nine months after he was in Goodfellas. Right. Like, Like, he was still... Scorsese Joe Pesci at this point. He wasn't, you know, this wasn't Gone Fishing with Danny Glover or Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag or all those, like, corny, you know, corny PG-13 comedy movies he was doing. Like, this was still, everybody still knew him from, you know, Raging Bull and and, uh, Goodfellas. Yeah. So I can only imagine how hilarious that must have been for, like, say, my dad when he took me to see... Home Alone with with my sister in in the theaters to to realize that it was, or to watch Joe Pesci, you know, try not to swear for for right. an hour. Uh, that might be the first movie I ever saw more than one time in the theater. I'm try. I think it probably yeah, that's is. A good call. And you're not alone there either because that people were seeing that that movie made so much money, a huge it, amount it, of money, and it was in theaters until you know. The spring till it was, you know, damn near summer, I, I yeah. believe. So, pound for pound, I would have, I'd have taken Home Alone first, as much as I love Christmas Story. So I'm happy with that. Yeah. Well, I here's what I was thinking though. I, I was thinking you were gonna really step in it and take National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation first overall, which I love. It's great. Which is what I'm taking now. I think that's the appropriate slot for it. Yeah. But honest to God, man, Home Alone, there's enough – like National Lampoon is just slapstick and jokes. Like to me, Home Alone has got the, got the pathos that you need to have like a truly, a truly kind of great – By the Christmas. way, you know who's really great in that movie? Macaulay Culkin is amazing. Yeah. As Kevin yeah. McAllister. He's great. Great in Uncle Buck where he's essentially playing Kevin McAllister. I mean, I mean he, he essentially played Kevin McAllister for a good three years after that. No, clearly haven't seen Richie Rich. He showed a lot of range there. <laughs> and then, then he was in that movie, The Good Son, 
And he's like, he's yeah. the son that murders everybody. <laughs> More like the bad son. Well, here's the thing, though. He had that homicidal streak in Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, he obviously. tried to kill those men. <laughs> those, I, I, and I like how this turned into, it's turned into this like cottage industry, because since Home Alone's on every single day in the month of December, like there's so many... Uh, whatever, whether it's Uproxx or, or BuzzFeed or places like that, just doing like Home Alone related content. Yeah. <laughs> and and I like there's somebody did a video or maybe not a video, talked to a doctor and just went through all the times that he would have murdered those yes. those poor those poor bumbling petty thieves. The paint can the swinging painted can to the head probably would have Home Alone two Home Alone two is legit sadistic oh yeah it's that, way that worse kid, that kid is legitimately he electrocutes marv yeah he he kevin McAllister 100 percent turns into a serial killer that's sure. not a question in my mind well that's and that's what i'm saying there was like somebody published there's like a somebody did a story on how <laughs> and they brought receipts they kind of backed it up on how he turned into the jigsaw killer from saw or jigsaw from from saw rather and if they weren't two fictional people, I would, I would uh, fan theories, say baby. Boss. We love them. They're the best. Um, okay, you're up. So after talking about the pathos of Home Alone, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go complete, completely in the other direction. Bad Santa. Ah, son of a bitch. Tr- legitimately funny. I have not seen Bad Santa two yet. Me neither, and I've been meaning to. I will at some point. I watched Bad Santa last year a couple times, and it's still super funny and probably the best performance of Billy Bob Thornton's career. Oh, I totally agree with that, yeah. He's amazing in it. He's so funny. I wish Bernie Mac was in it more. I wish, like, every supporting character was in it more, which is how you know you got a good performance out of yep. every supporting character. They gave and I wish Bernie Mac – <laughs> I wish Bernie Mac was in everything more, but whatever. Uh, no, that that movie that movie is so, so so funny, and I'm worried to see Bad Santa too. But I think I might. I think I may have said this in the last podcast. Those, I feel like I owe it to those to those people for if nothing else. It's not only that. Like the the clips from the trailer look legitimately good. So... I can't. I can't believe they brought the kid back, man. And he looks exactly the he same. He looks the exact same. God love him. Oh, man. Shout out to that kid. Whatever your name is, you're doing it. Um, Buddy, if you want to be on a podcast. We'll, we'll have you as the first guest and only guest. <laughs> but you have to get us shit happens if you par- when you party naked shirts. <laughs> and make us sandwiches. Um, number three overall, I'm going to go with Elf. Are you a girl in 2005? That's like immediately what I associate that with is like girls quoting it on Facebook when I was in college. Yeah. I mean, there is that element to it, but like I watched it again last year and I was like, this is like a legitimately very funny movie. James Caan. Again, all the, all the supporting performances, you're like, yep, he brought it. This is perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, um, I I am so there for any movie where Will Ferrell specifically is being a shithead and people are exasperated by it. 
absolutely. Like that's that you is and the, you and a lot of other people. That is the best Will Ferrell. Like Step Brothers, I think is his funniest movie. Um, Step Brothers is one of the. It might be the funniest movie of the last twenty years. Yeah, I like it. Just has for straight no for straight being, jokes. It has no business being that good. Nope. I remember I got I somehow got a script. It was like a shooting script, maybe of it. Did, this did is you get before... this at the like Sheboygan Planet Hollywood. <laughs> Possibly. No, it was before it came out. Like I, I, I read the script before it came out, and I remember it did not. It didn't. It didn't work in in that capacity. So I was like kind of worried about it, and then whenever I actually saw it, I was like, oh god, of why would I? Why would I have thought that this was going to be anything it's, other than it's their weird, it's their weird chemistry that like you totally buy that they hate each other and then you totally yeah. buy that they would put that aside because they have like a bigger enemy. The haircuts are also very oh, cool. and and Richard again Richard Jenkins just being like these two idiots. I'm so mad all the time. <laughs> I'm going to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> He comes home stinking of whiskey and cheesecake. <laughs> All right, you're up. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Maybe my favorite Muppet movie. Ooh, that first one's so good, man. I. Yeah. I, 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 What's I, happening? No, I yeah, you can't pick a especially from that early, really up until Muppet Christmas Carol. You, you can't really go wrong with any of them. You're like, not a Muppet Treasure Island guy. I up I was just about to say like Muppet Treasure Island was the first the first uh the first soft spot I think there. Um no, I I like it a lot. It's an inappropriate amount of of Rizzo the Rat. Yeah, he, he does uh-huh. a good job in that one. That guy brings it. <laughs> Great supporting performance. Yep. Uh, no, it, was, it, it, it is. It was recently it's... pointed out to me, by the way, that it's very funny to take stills from a Muppet movie, um, and but only uh, look at the Muppets in the background who aren't doing anything <laughs> because the vacant looks on their face. <laughs> Is extremely good, and I can't remember. It was like, uh, what's Kermit's little friend? Like the little Kermit? That's maybe his son, um, but I don't think so. Oh man! But anyway, Booker the Frog. Sure. Uh, him in the background of like a shot where Kermit's talking to a, like a guy dressed up as a medieval lord. <laughs> the look on his face is amazing. It's Robin the Frog. Robin, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish it were Booker. <laughs> Why isn't it Booker? Let's let's get Jim Henson on the phone. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Gotta gotta call up heaven. University of Maryland has a stat. The alma mater of Jim Henson has a statue of him and Kermit the Frog on campus. That's amazing. Which probably was one of the few top five reasons I <laughs> attended that school. I would say sure. And I, in hindsight, maybe not a great decision. You were like, well, it's got that statue, so I'm in. Yeah, I was like, Ohio State doesn't have any Jim Henson statues, so I'm <laughs> not going. 
Um, yeah. Muppet Christmas Carol, undeniably great. What am I going to say? Uh, I'm going to go number four with Scrooged. Oh, good pick. Good pick, baby. I have nothing to say about it, but it's on. It's another one. It's on all the time. Could not be on anymore. Yeah, and more just uh, like every performance is very, very good. Absolutely. From uh, what's-his-face from New York Dolls is the cab driver. Yeah. That's a guy whose name I do not remember. Buster Buster Poindexter. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't – not his name in New York Dolls, but Right. Uh, I really wanted to say – Wayne Coyne there, and I knew that was not he, even remotely he like correct. Weirdly, does look like Wayne Coyne. Yep, though. he sure does. Wayne Coyne is old as my father. I already turned. Yeah, he's fifty-six years old. I'm all set. I don't. I a don't like his band, and b I don't like the idea that he's fifty-six. I like. Um. I I love the Yoshimi record. Like, I loved that, but I was also, like, 15 and a jackass whenever I listened to it. And then, but that was kind of it. Like, I, that made me get into their back catalog a little bit. I liked the Soft Bulletin, um, and then there was a lot of other stuff that was not nearly as good. And then the record that came out after Yoshimi just doubled down on all the cute stuff, and I, they, they lost me. But Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots is I'll I'll stand by that. It's a pretty good movie. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh let's see here. You're up. Okay. Um This is actually kind of tough. Cuz I they're really there's not I don't think there's a lot of great Christmas movies. I would agree with you. I think there's one out there that we haven't hit on yet. This is where I would take love, actually, if I was an asshole. <laughs> sure. It's, that's another one. I rewatched it recently. It's bad. It's, like, actively a bad movie. I, I don't enjoy it, but if I want... See, again, I draft with integrity. I don't pick things that... I swear to God, I don't do this just to just to get votes. I'm not going to pick stuff that I don't like so solely to have people vote for me. And yeah, you so don't need not, to because I have widely acclaimed taste. <laughs> um, so this is kind of a weird one, but I saw it, I saw it in the theaters with, with my mom and my sister, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm going to get killed for this. The Family Stone. Uh, it's okay. It is. It is a very corny, like everybody loves each other Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also one of the one of, and we've talked about genres before that like we're a sucker for. And like a big family getting together in a house for some reason is I always yep. That's why and, I love Parenthood. It, That's why I love This Is Us. Like it's just yeah. constantly very small drama that doesn't really matter. Yeah, it, like, uh, um, this is where I leave you. Yeah, which was the, the movie with the movie with Tina Fey and you know Ben Schwartz, enormous other cast, Jason. Yeah, Bateman, where they're, maybe where there's yeah, yeah where they're sitting where they're sitting Shiva like after their father's death, I guess. Yeah, I loved it, loved it. Yep, really. Great. And 
so I, I'm like predisposed to liking that sort of stuff. But that's sort of what that's sort of what the Family Stone is. Also has you mentioned Parenthood has uh, Craig T. Nelson in the in the in the dad in the dad role. Oh, that's right. So, but it's it's got you know some pretty good performances from a, some pretty good actors. You know, Rachel McAdams and Luke Wilson, and you know, I it's a it's a good movie. And I saw it with my mom and my sister in the theaters for whatever reason. And uh, yeah, I'm I like it. It's the corny one, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm and that's what I'm picking instead of Love Actually, knowing full well that if I lose the draft, it'll be because of that. I, I'm absolutely not taking Love Actually because I don't like it. Um, like I actively dislike it. So even like I can't in good conscience take no, it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I I couldn't I wouldn't feel good about myself if I did. Yep. So my my final pick here. And it's one that I think might not go over well, but I have to pick it because I really do like this movie after years of not really knowing for sure if I did. It's a Wonderful Life is awesome. I knew you were going to – Jesus Christ. I knew you were going to do that. It's so good. First the Honeymooners, now this. <laughs> First of all, the Honeymooners is great. Second of all <laughs> – I there's a theater in Boston that shows it like every Saturday and Sunday all day in in December um and it's it's really really good front to back it's excellent um especially because it, it really frankly addresses like alcoholism and suicide in a way that you wouldn't have expected in a Christmas movie do your Jimmy Stewart impression your world famous Jimmy Stewart impression Oh, now. I did. Oh, Clarence. Oh, oh jeez. Uh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, so oh, there's a part in the movie in, in It's a Wonderful Life where, like, his daughter, who is inexplicably named Zuzu, and uh, he she has a fever and he goes to check her temperature by putting it, like, palming her face like a basketball. <laughs> and it is the funniest thing in the world to me for some reason. <coughs> and so yeah, like, I I don't know why. He just he just sticks his whole hand on her tiny little like six year old girl face and he's like, Oh you got a favor, Zuzu <laughs> So the unintentional comedy of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, Ryan, you just said that you like It's a Wonderful Life for the unintentional comedy and the suicide and the alcoholism. <laughs> well, no, but also, like, there, there's so much, like, it's so corny, but it's so great. Like, um, when he and, uh, what's her name? The wife. Donna Reed, go for that walk, and he's like, I'll throw a, a lasso around the moon and give it to you. Like, <laughs> I'll kill myself, I swear to God. <laughs> that's what the whole it's it's corny but like there's a part where I'm not, like, a, I'm not afraid to take my own life <laughs> I'm a man <laughs> there's a part where the the best part is Jimmy Stewart 58 years old when he's making this movie he there's this, like a bunch of scenes where he has to play high school age Jimmy Stewart and they make no effort <laughs> Yeah, and meanwhile, Donna Reed's like twenty-two and like gorgeous, right? And so they go to that high school dance, and for some reason, 
the the pool at their high school gym is under the gym and someone hits a big switch that like slowly makes the floor open and everybody falls in my favorite part it's my so favorite great. part my favorite part is when he takes the gun and sucks on the revolver and and spins the chamber oh i'll blow my brains out right in front of you Zuzu. <laughs> oh, i ain't scared none but like legit, when he goes to Potterville, and it's this nightmarish like the clock the 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 clock is running on your on your <laughs> it's a wonderful life summary by the way it's it's just a really good movie and legit tears at the end it's so great when he gets back together with this whole family and realizes he loves Christmas and all that shit I it's, also love Christmas. It's really a great movie. If you if you haven't seen it, or like if you're like me and you had only seen it in bits and pieces on TV, sit down and watch the whole thing. It's unbelievable. I will take that recommendation. Good draft. Thanks. You might have won that at the end. You have one. You have one pick left. What? Yeah. That, oh God, that is true. I know. Oh, you got it. You got to stall here, buddy. Uh oh. Well, so folks, let's talk a little bit more about, I don't know where, it's, it's a wonderful life. I don't know where this whole thing about like an angel gets its wings when a bell rings. I don't know if it's, if it's a bell rings and an angel gets, because an angel gets his wings or a bell rings and an angel gets his wings as a consequence of that. Oh God. Okay. How does this work? I need. Who I, can say? Um, with my last pick, yeah, I choose. It's a wonderful. <laughs> I, no, I, I, uh, no, I, I choose love. Actually, it's a wonderful life too. Fred Claus. No, I. Uh, I'm gonna go with unintentional comedy here. Jingle all the way. Okay. It is hilarious. How bad? Hilarious. It is. Yeah. Watch it, it, and it will put you in the Christmas spirit too. I listened to in – in the airport a couple years ago, I listened to the um, How Did This Get Made episode for Jingle All the Way. It's on my way one home, of their best ones ever. On my way home from Charlotte to Pittsburgh, I listened to this, and it completely like – completely got me prepped for uh, – completely got me prepped for Christmas. So I recommend – and this is – if you do one thing based on this list, honestly, watch Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Because it's available, I want to say, on Amazon Prime or Netflix. It's on one of the streaming services. Watch that movie and then listen to the How Did This Get Made podcast version of it. Because it is an insane, insane movie. Mm -hmm. And hilarious for completely unintentional reasons. Oh, absolutely. But it'll also, like I said, it'll also, you'll you'll be feeling more Christmassy after it. Like I highest recommendation. That, that you guys do that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to quick honorable mention. It doesn't count, obviously, but do you think the Santa Claus holds up? Probably sort of. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I thought about picking it. Yeah. I, I really liked it as a kid, but I, I just can't even imagine. Um, speaking of which, by the way, did you ever see Christmas with the cranks? Um, I feel like I watched like a little bit of it. A it's a totally joyless Christmas movie. 
You know what? You know what's like that is Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Yes, that is another one where I, it's just like oh, Christmas God. is miserable and we all hate it. Just hateful people who hate their families. Yeah. And there's obviously like they they do a turn at the end of it where you know they decide that they don't hate their families. Right. But it's just totally you know it it happens because it has to because it has to right. not not it it's not earned or anything like that <clears throat> and i saw it in i i saw that in charlotte my roommate's sister was up for you know the weekend or whatever it was we're like oh it's christmas we'll go see you know we'll go watch this or whatever it's a christmas movie and we 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 all walked out of the theaters like what the hell what what was that reese witherspoon and, and vince vaughn are legitimately awful people in it yeah do not watch that movie yeah, I, I would say don't watch – well, I hate watch Christmas with the Cranks if you haven't seen it because it is – boy. Like if you yeah. think Tim Allen is a tough guy to deal with like in real life, he's playing himself in this movie. Just a joyless prick. Yeah. Yeah, I – Four Christmases isn't – it's not hate watch territory. I also can't really sign off on the night before. I saw that last year. Did not did not love it. Was disappointed with it. You know what? I, you know what? Speaking of that, I, I'm not. I'm a little surprised neither of us picked is the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a cow. It's because it's a Halloween movie. I think it's both, but I you know I don't love it because I don't shop I, at Hot Topic. Did you ever? Um, I've almost certainly bought a thing or two there, but like I I was never going in there like, what am I buying today? Maryland I definitely Manson CDs. No, no, oh God, no! I would go in there. I'd buy band T-shirts. Yeah, I think I bought like a Slayer T-shirt there once or something. Yeah. And they and I bought a couple CDs in there. I mean, I, I think I bought the first. I randomly was in there buying band T-shirts, and I bought like the first North Star record there or something. Um, so yeah, there you go. Hall- uh, Halloween, Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Let's do Halloween movies next week. You got it. Um, okay, well, let us move on then to we have a bunch of listener questions, and aren't those always so good? Uh, let's see here. S- scrolling way back. We have a bunch left over from, like, previous weeks, too. Um, Here's a good one um, from Mark Gillis at Mark underscore underscore Gillis. Uh, which is worse, using your phone at the urinal or while on the toilet? On the toilet. Urinal. No, wait, I, at, at the urinal, excuse me. Yeah, I 100% spoke. the urinal. Just put your phone away for 30 seconds. Yep. Also, also, it's a semi-private place, so I don't know, man. If I walk in and someone's got his phone out at the urinal, my first thought, even though it's not true, is that he's like taking a picture of his penis for some reason. While while he's peeing. While peeing. <laughs> he's into some strange, strange stuff. I don't know. No, don't just put put your phone away. Yeah. Oh just don't totally don't agree. like don't make people uncomfortable. Don't point your phone in their general just direction. Waving your in... your phone around while they're peeing. Yeah, just don't just just don't just don't do it when you're in sensitive situations like that. Don't take pictures of people on the street against their will and put their faces on the internet and don't use your phone at, at a toilet or at, at, at a urinal. Totally agree. Uh, next question from Kevin at Reasonable Onion. 
Um, if you could watch one season of one TV show for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, that's really good. I can say definitively right now, season eight of The Simpsons. Yeah, can't argue against that. I've talked about season two of The Office at length. Pretty great. Pretty, pretty great. Uh, so I'm going to go with that, but it it would be a comedy. I, I like yeah. I think season one of Lost was great or like season, you know, I, I don't know, like maybe a season of The Sopranos or whatever. But um, it's, it, it would have to be a comedy and also um, kind there's of compartmentalized. Like Right, and there's like 27 episodes in season two of The Office, and and there's a and there's that many in say The Simpsons season eight too. 22, yeah, which helps or 24 20, or whatever. Mid, yeah, mid mid 20s. Yeah, that that definitely. Um, the the thing on Apple TV where you like the FX Now app where you can just put it on a random Simpsons episode. Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. I always I always wish that you could like. Just go between, like you could set parameters and just have it be from season four to season. Oh you know, man, whatever. That, How that's great the next one. Well, the the new the good news is that like their newest update of the app tells you what the episode is before it plays, so you can just say skip it. Yeah. So that that helps you not yeah. see one from season twenty four. But um, yeah, that that's kind of season eight of The Simpsons has like six of the twenty best episodes of all time. So. Can't beat that. Uh, next, best, what best concert you saw this year? Best concert I saw this year, uh, no joke. Night two of the Hold Steady's Run in Brooklyn. Why? Uh, the set list was unbelievable. Uh, they played pretty much all of my favorite Hold Steady songs, with like very few exceptions. And the energy there was just. The first night was there were a little too many jocks. I think I would say um, they which, put you in a locker. Well, no, but like they're just like really. Sh- right. Oh, actually, hold on. I have a bananas hold steady show story. Um, oh, how long is this gonna take? A while, but it's a good story. I promise. I don't know if I trust you. Okay, so uh, night three. Uh, I'm right near the front of the stage. And I like, it's getting really tight up there as like more people are trying to push to the front at, you know, it happens. Um, and this guy and his girlfriend are like loudly complaining about it. And at one point the guy starts getting pushed up on even more by like this other group of guys. And he starts like elbowing them very hard about it, like to say back off. And they're like, look, you know, we've all been here for two hours, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're all in the same boat. And so, at at one point, this girl's like, can we all just chill out about it? Like, it's not a big deal. And the guy who was elbowing the other guy, his girlfriend turns around and punches this girl right in the face. Blood Mm. everywhere. And, and like, this is between bands. This is not, like, so... Everybody's just kind of standing around and reacting to this thing that happened. And then they just leave and they don't come back. They just left the venue. It was wow. the craziest thing. Six out of ten, story-wise. All right. Well, I apologize. Oh, well, the other thing was they they were very mad that the So-So Glows, who opened the show, um, said this song goes out to Donald Trump. 
because they were like, oh, it's so childish. Oh, God. They were very upset about it. So, they, pleasant Ooh. people. Well, I'm glad they had a bad time. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, what best about con- for you? Best concert. That's actually, I don't know. I I saw Ted Leo a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is post-election. This was, um, I had to drive back up from North Carolina in time to see it. So, I actually miss a couple, miss a couple songs. But it was just him. Then... Uh, you know, it was he was playing electric, but it was it was him only. Yeah. And I love Ted Leo. And post post election, you know, the vibe was intense, and you know that added a little bit to it. But that was memorably great. I also I also saw Hey Mercedes play uh, play Every Night Fireworks in its entirety a few months ago. I thought that was great. Yeah, what uh, else? I've seen I've seen a bunch of good shows this year, man. Um, I've had, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen a ton, but I've I can't say I've seen a bad one either. Yeah, I definitely haven't seen a bad show, but I'm I'm also getting more selective about like things I'm gonna go to. Like it used to be, I would go to if I had a vague interest in seeing a band, I would go, and now it's like uh, I think I'm only gonna go if I really like the band. So like yeah. I saw I saw Pop earlier this year or like a couple of weeks ago actually and they were unbelievable. They played just yeah. about everything they've ever recorded. That's great. I I was gonna see Torch last night but kind of bailed on it mm-hmm. because don't love them. I mean I like them, don't love them, and then the other band I was not interested in. So I yeah same same boat didn't didn't really feel like it. Yeah. Um. I'll. I'll Another music-related question that I just saw as I was scrolling through here. If you could have, like, entrance music for when you went into a place, what would it be? We're going to do that for a draft at some point in the future. Oh, really? I I love – that's – yes. I think about that a lot. Okay. All right. Well, then I guess we won't answer that question. Um, it deserves It deserves more than a minute. Sure. That's like I've. It's something I think about too much, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar question. What is your dream concert lineup that could like realistically happen? Oh Jesus Christ! Realistic? I, I don't know that. I, I need to think about that. Like three bands. <sighs> I, what's yours? I don't know. Well, I saw. I almost saw it on uh, on Wednesday night last week. Titus Andronicus, The Hold Steady, and I'd say probably di- throw Diarrhea Planet in there, and we're golden. Yeah, I, I'm very I mean, psyched to see. I'm very psyched to see Japan Droids with with Craig Finn. I'm yeah. pumped about that. I, I I will say there is a rumor, and I don't know if it's true. Um, and I would say if it was, but I I just don't know. Um, that Craig will have a new solo record out before that tour. Outstanding. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen, but that was, I think he mentioned it in an interview earlier this year that he had a, that he hoped to have one out like either by the end of this year or early next year. So, fingers crossed on that. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not going to answer that because I I don't want to give a bad answer. Cowardice is off the charts today. I dude, I I don't. That's no, I I I can't just I can't just randomly pick one's off my head for that all right let's see and i won't great uh would you rather be the son of donald trump or darth vader 
Darth Vader. Because then you're Luke Darth, Skywalker? Because then you're Luke Skywalker. And I got to say, I've seen a lot of pictures of Baron Trump. <laughs> Little buddy's not, not Luke Skywalker. No. Did you, uh, did you see this thing Rosie O'Donnell said he's autistic? Oh my god, no, I did not. I yeah. I I apologize for that. I, I did not know that that was... No, that well, was like, that's just, that's just a thing Rosie O'Donnell tweeted as, like, probably part of her feud with Donald Trump, like, ongoing. Um, and I was just like, you know what, that might make this whole election thing worth it. Just that headline. Rosie, Do- Rosie O'Donnell, O'Donnell speculates yeah. Baron Trump has autism. And I was just like, oh boy. There's there's a million times you can say this a million times every day. Like we have a president elect that is doing thing X, thing Y, thing Z, and I don't think that there's any better one than we have a president elect who is embroiled in a still current years long feud with Rosie, with Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, he's bad though. I mean. <laughs> Overall, not a fan. Let's give him some time. You know yeah, you what? Gotta, you gotta see. We gotta hear him out. Maybe he's smart and good. You never know. <laughs> all all the years and years of evidence we've collected to this point, you nope, ne- nope. it might it might have all been a ruse. And actually, he's a genius who's who's like a really forward thinking, progressive guy. It's possible, folks. Turns out, Oops. turns out the fight He's, for fifteen should be the fight for twenty. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. All I'm Muslims dumb. are in jail. Just kidding. Now. I'm I'm dumb and bad. <laughs> uh, here's from uh, here's from Jen, NHL history girl. Ryan, what is your favorite Christmas cookie? Christmas cookie? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to say those, like, sugar cookies with the green, sparkly... You know what I'm talking about? And they're shaped like a tree? Yeah, they're fine. My mom makes... I I like, uh... I like the Hershey Kiss Blossom cookies with, like, little... With, like, the peanut butter dough bottom and then the Hershey Kiss on top of them. Oh, I don't know that I've ever had such a cookie. They're awesome, man. My Sean, mom makes. You're gonna need to send those to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will. I will. My my mom makes a preposterous amount of cookies for Christmas. Damn, that's see. Yeah. The thing is, my mom like her friend owns a candy store, so yep. we just get a bunch of like candy store quality candy for free. That's even better, man. It's it's pretty great. Where it's just like, well, here's a bunch of chocolate covered pretzels, and I'm like, see you there. My I, mom. I don't have any cookies, ago, but that's fine. Couple- yeah, a couple years ago, she upped her game and started, like, melting chocolate for things. So she does these things where it's, like, you know those square those square pretzels? Mm-hmm. They're, like, I forget. I might be called snaps or something. They're, like, rectangular. Yeah. Like, little little grates. She takes those, puts some uh, some melted chocolate on it, and then, then sticks an M&M on top of it. And buddy. I, I'm going to need a bunch of those sent to me as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She makes them for, like I said, yes, I will, I, I will send you some. Hell yeah, baby. Let's go. Um, yeah, so what? what's your, is that, are you going to say that's your, that's, oh no, you said what your cookie is. Never mind. I said it. Forget it. Sean, it's also, forget it. It's also, 
It's also not a cookie, bro. It's a tweet. It's a treat. And it's a tweet. And a tweet. Um, from Jake at Bro Geppy, our old buddy here. Would you rather yeah, be inducted Jake? into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or a professional sports Hall of Fame of your choosing? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Um, you know, I don't necessarily want to be in the same company as Kiss, uh, but if you're in if the they're... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like you've been, you've had more important impact on society than if you're just like a great athlete. Also, if it's Kiss is playing like Strutter on loop, I could probably deal with yeah, it. Strutter's a good song. Strutter's a good song, man. I mean, they're vile people. Gene Simmons and, is, and also most of their songs are unlistenable. Or in exactly in in uh, in their songs are bad, but I'll, I love Strutter. Strutter's a great song. I I'd never really heard it until I got like Guitar Hero. Oh yeah, yeah. It was on. I think it was in the first Guitar Hero game, and I was just like, oh shit, maybe Kiss is good. And then I investigated nope. further. Turned out I was I was right the first time. Not every song is like Strutter. No. All right. Uh, let's do it, it, one or two more here. And then we'll wrap her up. Um, bu- 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 let's see. If you didn't, if you could write about anything other than sports, let's say you have to write about something other than sports, what would it be? Like, what do you, like I'd be a travel writer. That's like the dream job. Really? Yeah. yeah I'm not talking like... In terms of like writing, like covering something, like journalistically, mm-hmm. yeah, travel. I'm I I can't I can't handle. I decided when I was about twenty years old that I could not handle being like, <laughs> like a, I was gonna say a serious. No, I I can't I can't do politics. Oh no no, no. absolutely not. Uh, my answer was gonna be movies, movie critic. Nope. I'm I'm content I'm content just seeing Oh no, them and... your answer is great. And like I I'm not going to say I wish I picked it cuz I just could have if I wanted to. Yeah. But um yeah, the idea of just like, yeah, I see like 15 movies a week. I love it. Mhm. No, I mean like that would that really would take something you like doing in your free time and you know and make money off of it. Yeah, and then I whittle it down to here's 800 words about what I think. And most of that is just vaguely explaining the plot. Like unbelievable. I, the, the only people who are getting away with more than sports writers are travel writers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, restaurant critics seems pretty. Also, also good. Yeah. I just, I just go to a place, uh, and they make really nice meals for me for free. Mm-hmm. And then I say that the, what was good about the meal. That's my job, and people are like, "Sounds good, yeah, you have that job now." Yeah, here, let's let us please impress you. <laughs> Pretty um, good. Yep. But I wouldn't want to be like the Phantom Gourmet. Do you know what the Phantom Gourmet is? Because it's really only around here, I think. Well, that's is it a is it a food critic that is anonymous? Yeah. We have so the Post Gazette has one of those, Ooh. and and it's obviously been many people over the years. Yeah, called, of course, called called Munch. It's been many people over the years. Uh, at the Post Gazette Christmas party on Saturday, I met the current Munch. 
what was that like? Pretty cool. It was a guy who I uh, – he has another job with a paper. Okay. All right. And that guy's name. <laughs> no, um, although although you really messed up and narrowed it down to just the men who work there. I think – you know what? I think there's actually multiple people that do it. I I, I believe someone someone said that, that there's actually a couple – a couple um, people, but, but yeah, but it's like two or three people primarily. I wouldn't want to do that though. Like, I would want to walk in and have them be like, "Okay, we oh, for make sure. this guy the best possible food we can." Absolutely, absolutely. Like, uh, who's the the guy? The guy who's the uh, Pete Wells, the guy who's the uh, food critic for the for the Times. Yeah, you know, he had that. He had that. Uh, what the hell was the name of that? Um, it was for son of a bitch. Um, he wrote that review a few years ago that was just unbelievably, it, it went, it went batshit like viral. Yeah, Cause yeah, he was yeah. just, so oh, so, so, uh, hilarious and, and, uh, cruel about it. And I honestly can't remember which restaurant it was, but yeah, like he's like those guys, those guys know who they're dealing with. They know what Pete Wells looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And like, per se, that's what it was. Excuse me. Per se, one of like the huge, you know, well-regarded, famous restaurants in New York for many years. He just he lit him up. Cr- just crushed it. Yeah, crushed it. He took him down from four stars to two, Ugh. and just just ripped just ripped him apart in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like, getting hooked up at a restaurant like that is so like a really nice restaurant, which you obviously that happens when you're a when you're a food critic, it's awesome because uh, my ex-girlfriend, one of her friends was on Top Chef last year mm-hmm. and we went there for my birthday and, oh, the food we got was unbelievable. It was really, yeah. really great. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's cool. That's a great, that's a great life. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be cool being a great chef in general, I think. Yeah. I met, I met, I met his name's Justin Severino. He's a big, very great chef from around here. I think he's got a James Beard Award. He's got a couple great restaurants in Pittsburgh. And I randomly was sitting next to him at a bar a couple, like six months ago. And uh, yeah, that dude's got a great life. He, yeah. he 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 was a lot of fun. But yeah, I would I'd like to be a chef. Oh well, someday. Too late now. It is too late. Um, I'm gonna go eat peanut butter in, in a little bit and go to sleep. Uh, let's see. Do we have one more really good one? We do not. Okay, that's it for this week's show. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. We will have our uh, year in review kind of a thing. So we're going to have our list of our 10 best albums, that sort of thing. Um, maybe That's other- news to me. I, I literally talked. No, I, I know. Sean, I'm, I told you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Multiple I, I know. times I said it. Sean. I know. Oh, Sean. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sending questions. Um, I, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately because like driving back and forth from New York and it on all of them or a lot of them anyway, they say like rate and review it on iTunes, which we never do. Uh, they, yeah. we, they always say follow us on Twitter, which we never do. Um, so this is me saying do that. 
This is like professional podcast shit. Yeah. We, yeah, I appreciate it very much. Uh, don't review it or rate it if you think it's bad, though. Yeah, only, only say... Only if it's good. Well, uh, do you have you ever heard that podcast, High and Mighty? No. Okay, so there's this comedian, John Gabrus, has a podcast, and what his gimmick is... is oh, that, God, that's Gabrus' podcast. Okay, let's yeah. continue. If you, if you go into the reviews and give him five stars, but, like, make fun of him, like, roast him, basically... He will read it on the show, and like the best one from that week, and it's like, man, that's a really good way to do that. That's a great. That's a great gimmick. I'm not going to steal that gimmick because I'm not <laughs> as funny as him, and also, I just said what the gimmick was, so there goes the mystery. But but but, but if you want if you want to do that, we yeah, will not make fun of me and Sean all you want, and as long as you rate us five stars, we don't care. Yep. But mainly make fun of Sean. Because I'm a lot less sensitive than Ryan, and I can take it much better. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. I hate when so, people make fun of me. It's true. Not like right, Sean, well, who loves it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you guys for listening, as as always. And yeah, if, if you could throw us a throw throw us a rating and an interview, if it, if you got a second, that'd be awesome. So I don't know how to do that, for, but do it anyway. <laughs> Whatever. You. So long, everybody. Goodbye.